Jasper in the Isle of Hockerid by Lori Roach, read by Grandma Lori. Chapter Four: The Treasure Chest. Suddenly, an eerie wind began to blow, chilling Jasper further. Something in the back of his mind was telling him that this was just the beginning of a long and scary nightmare. He looked at the pirates, noticing that their laughter had stopped, and they were all silently listening to the wind that had begun to howl as it picked up force, sending sand swirling into the air. Hurry, men, there's no time to waste, yelled the captain, when he noticed his ship was getting tossed about on the sea where it was anchored. We must set sail before our ship is dashed to pieces. Grab the captives. We'll decide what to do with them when they're safely out to sea and the storm has passed. Jasper was completely intimidated by the gruff-looking captain who glared at him with his one eye, the other being covered by a black patch. The captain's long hair was neatly tucked behind his ears. A scar, partially covered by the eye patch, ran from his temple, across his cheek, and down to his jawbone. He looked like a typical pirate captain one might see in a history book. Jasper wondered as he stared if the pirate his great-grandfather had seen looked anything similar to the pirate who stood before him. It was doubtful. The pirate his grandfather told him about was not dressed as nicely as this one. What are you staring at? demanded the captain. Do you want me to squish you like a bug? Jasper cowered as the captain looked, took a menacing step towards him. Jasper could see the rage in his uncovered eye. No, sir, Jasper stammered. Suddenly, Jasper felt his feet lifting off the ground as a burly pirate came up from nowhere, tucked him under his arm, and whisked him away from the captain who stood on the beach scowling after the boy. Jasper's head bobbed up and down as the pirate ran toward the small boats on the beach. He heard Nicole scream and tried to steady his head long enough to see if she was okay. Nicole and Keaton were both caught in the same predicament as he was. Once in the boat, the pirate dropped Jasper to the floor. Jasper sat where he had been dropped. He sat silently without moving as the fear inside him threatened to suffocate him. Nicole and Keaton had each gone in separate boats with some of the other pirates, where they too sat without moving as the pirates navigated the small boats toward the ship. The wind continued to blow, causing the small craft that Jasper was in to bob about on the rough water. A heavy rain had begun to fall, drenching their clothes, freezing Jasper to the bone. With the wind blowing, the rain pouring, and the boat bucking, Jasper sat studying the men that were in the boat with him. The two pirates that sat in the middle of the boat were very young, maybe 16 or 17 years old. The one at the bow was much older than any of the other pirates, probably 60 years old, Jasper decided. Then there was the man who had rescued him just in time from the captain, the one who had carried him across the beach to the boat, the one that the other pirates called Jace. He was a very large man with coal-black hair and dark brown eyes. His beard was as black as his hair and hung down among, almost to his chest. Jasper thought how the tattoo that looked small on his huge arm could probably cover Jasper's entire chest. Their eyes met briefly and Jasper quickly looked away. With his head slightly bowed, Jasper glanced back at him, deciding that everything about him seemed piratish. Everything, that is, except for his eyes. His dark brown eyes had a softness to them. No matter how mean he tried to look, Jasper could somehow tell that there was a kind man underneath that mean-looking exterior. 
Grab that ladder, boy, and start climbing up to the deck, ordered the pirate, gaining Jasper's full attention as the boat came alongside the ship. Jasper wanted to scream, No, I can't swim, and I'm afraid of heights. But instead, he took a deep breath and did as he was told. He firmly grabbed a hold of the rope ladder and started to climb. He could see the word mystic carved into the side of the ship close to the stern. Looking up, it seemed as if the ladder was a hundred feet tall. His knees began shaking as he climbed higher and higher towards the deck. The ship that had looked so small from the beach towered above him as he continued to climb. The mist of the sea tasted salty as Jasper licked it from his lips, while the wind whipped his hair into and then away from his eyes. The smell of the salt air was strong, yet the smell of the wooden boat was even stronger. The rope ladder was beginning to burn his hands. He wondered how Nicole was handling everything. He hoped that she was all right, and he knew that she probably was. Jasper wondered also how Keaton was doing, but he had probably climbed this rope ladder so many times before that it probably wouldn't even bother him at all now. The sails whipped in the wind as Jasper continued his ascent. Jasper wondered if he would be able to pull himself over the railing of the ship once he reached the top of the ladder, for his arms and legs were beginning to feel like rubber. Be careful, Jasper, he heard Nicole calling him from above, from below. Be brave. Once her words sunk into his conscience, he knew he really had to be brave. What else could he do? He had gotten his little sister into this strange world, and it would be up to him to get her out. It was his duty to take care of her while they were here. With a newfound vigor, Jasper ignored the burning in his hands. He climbed the last rung of the rope ladder, hoisted himself over the side of the ship, and landed on his feet on the wooden deck. His legs threatened to buckle as he leaned over the edge to watch Nicole and Keaton take their turns at climbing the rope ladder. One by one, the pirates made their way to the ship's deck. Once everyone was on board the ship, the pirates immediately began hoisting the small boats to their perches, where they tied them securely alongside the ship. Come this way, Keaton yelled, so that he could be heard above the wind. Jasper held tight to Nicole's arm as they followed Keaton across the deck. They fought the violent wind that kept threatening to whip them into the air and over the side of the ship as Keaton led them to a hatch that he pulled open. Suddenly, the hatch was blown out of his hands by the force of the wind and slammed onto the crate behind it. Down here, Keaton yelled as he climbed down a wooden ladder that led under the deck of the ship. Jasper and Nicole quickly followed, thankful to be out of the wind and rain. This ship suddenly lurched to and fro with such force that Nicole lost the grip she had on the ladder and fell to the floor, landing on her side with a thud. Nicole, are you okay? asked Jasper as he jumped from the ladder to the floor and knelt down beside her. My arm hurts. I don't think I could move it, Nicole replied close to tears. Come this way and we'll go to my room, Keaton said as he made his way through the pirate's sleeping quarters. You have your own room? Jasper asked in amazement while he helped Nicole to her feet. Oh yeah, I sure do, Keaton chuckled. Jasper and Nicole followed Keaton as he led them down a dimly lit corridor until they came to a stop in front of a tall, narrow door at the front end of the ship. Here we are, Keaton announced, pulling open the door, then disappearing inside. Are you going to be okay, Nicole? Jasper asked quietly. Notice that she gingerly held her left arm with her right. I don't know. It hurts awful bad, she replied, looking up at her brother's worried face. Jasper knew that she must be in pain by the way she was acting. It took a lot for Nicole to admit that she was hurt. 
Taking his eyes off of Nicole, Jasper looked around at all the things that were below the deck of the ship. There were barrels and beds, ropes and pulleys, trunks and crates, but there was not a treasure chest in sight. Come on in, Keaton invited, holding the door open for his two friends. The violent ocean and rolling clouds could be seen through the porthole as the wall directly in front of them. The other walls were lined with crates that were stacked all the way to the ceiling. A crumpled pile of blankets lay beneath the porthole that let in enough light to see by. So this is your room, huh? It looks like a storage room. Yeah, it is. It's not much, but it's a place to call mine. And when the weather is nice, I open up the porthole window and sit on the crate there. He pointed to the crate with the word supplies stamped diagonally across the front. From there, I can watch the ocean, the birds, and the sea life. Besides, I'd much rather be in here than out with the snoring pirates, Keaton said, plopping down on his pile of blankets. Jasper and Nicole both laughed at the thought of all the pirates snoring all at once as they joined Keaton on the blankets. Together, the three sat in the small room, watching the water splash against the porthole time after time as the sea tossed the ship around like a toy boat in a bathtub. Keaton, how long will the storm last? asked Nicole, who was still holding her arm. I don't know. Sometimes they last for many days, and other times just a couple of hours. I think I'm going to be sick, claimed Nicole. My head is spinning, my stomach is turning, and my arm aches. Won't this storm ever stop? Oh, Jasper, how will we ever get home? Where are we going to end up? Nicole was close to tears. Nicole, calm down and quit rambling, okay? I'm sure everything will turn out just fine. Why don't you lay your head down and try to get some sleep? Nicole curled up into a ball next to Jasper and was asleep within minutes. Okay, Keaton, now that Nicole is asleep, we can talk, man to man. Do you think we'll ever get out of here? I hope so, replied Keaton. Are storms always this bad? This has been the worst one I've seen. Even the pirates look nervous. They're usually so fearless. Is there a treasure? Jasper asked bluntly. What? Keaton stared blankly at Jasper. He'd never even considered that there might be a treasure on board, yet it made complete sense. Didn't all pirates have a treasure? A treasure, you know, a pirate's treasure. Don't all pirates have a treasure? Jasper asked. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess pirates have treasures, but I don't know if any of these pirates have one. Maybe the captain has one, said Jasper. Yeah, maybe he does. Let's go look, Keaton said excitedly. All the pirates are busy battling the storm, and look, Nicole's asleep. Nicole lay curled up in a ball on the blankets beside the boys. This is a perfect time. Keaton could hardly control his excitement. Hey, hey, just hold on a minute, Keaton. I don't know if we should go sneaking around. I was just rambling. What if we get caught? What will they do to us? Make us walk the plank? Butterflies were dancing wildly in Jasper's stomach. We won't get caught. They're all busy. Come on. Keaton walked through the doorway and into the large room where most of the pirates slept. Jasper followed close behind. Let's go to the captain's room and look there first. Are you sure this is a good idea? Jasper asked worriedly. What are you, a scaredy cat? Keaton kidded. No, I'm not a scaredy cat. Lead the way, Jasper ordered, glaring at Keaton. Keaton gave Jasper a curious look, shaking his head in confusion over Jasper's sudden attitude change. The two walked in silent toward the captain's room until they finally stood in front of the door. Slowly, Keaton pushed open the door and walked inside. 
The room was like any other part of the ship. It was neat and tidy, while the rest of the lower deck was in complete disarray. Across the room was a captain's desk, which was covered with maps and nautical instruments. The bed he slept on was huge and looked so comfortable. Pictures hung on every wall, and the four portholes let in plenty of light. Then they saw it. At the end of the bed was an ancient-looking chest. It had to be a pirate chest. I bet the treasure's in there, whispered Keaton, as they slowly made their way towards the chest and knelt down in front of it. Jasper took a deep breath as he studied the carving on the lid of the chest. Several pirate ships with full sails were carved on the center of the lid. Dolphins followed behind the ship, and birds flew above them. Jasper had never seen a carving so detailed. A banner was carved in the sky above the ship that read, The farther you wander, the closer you will be. Well, should we open it? Keaton interrupted Jasper's concentration. Sure, go ahead and try, replied Jasper. It's probably locked anyway. Keaton reached over to lift the hatch that held the trunk shut. To his and Jasper's surprise, it wasn't locked. Ever so slowly, he lifted the lid. Both boys gasped in awe. There before them were jewels, hundreds and hundreds of jewels. There were green ones, red ones, white ones, blue ones, yellow ones, black ones, every color, every shape, and all different sizes lay before them. Scattered among the jewels were gold coins with different pictures on each one, and silver, more silver than one could even imagine. Jasper reached into the trunk and pulled out a large green gem, rubbing it between his thumb and index finger. Have you ever seen anything like this in your entire life? Jasper asked Keaton in total amazement. Never. Isn't it great? Keaton exclaimed as he buried his hands into the coins and jewels, causing his hands to disappear completely. Caught up in the excitement of the full treasure chest, they forgot they were trespassing in the captain's quarters until they heard the door of the room creaking as if someone had opened it. Fear and fell of the boys as they sat without moving for what seemed like an eternity. Their hearts pounded so fiercely they were sure the other could hear it. Slowly, both boys turned their heads toward the door and looked up into the angry face of Jace. He glared down at the two boys and bellowed, What do you think you're doing? You're lucky I'm not the captain. He'd make you walk the plank. Keaton pulled his hands out of the jewels and slammed the lid on the chest shut, then jumped to his feet. We're sorry, sir, aren't we, Jasper? Jasper shoved the hand that held the jewel deep into his pocket as he stood up, letting the gem fall from his fingers as he stammered. Yes, sir, we're very sorry. We won't come here again. Please don't tell the captain. Please, Jasper pleaded. You two get back to your room and stay there until I come for you. You'd better be there when I get there, too, or else. He didn't finish his sentence, which left the boys wondering what or else might mean. Jumping to their feet, they crossed the captain's quarters and squeezed past Jace, who was standing in the doorway with his huge fists on his hips. They ran as fast as they could down the hallway, through the large lower deck room, and into Keaton's room, where they found Nicole sitting up, wondering where they had gone. What do you think he will do to us? Do you think he'll tell the captain? The butterflies in Jasper's stomach had returned and felt as if they had turned into birds. Jace has always been good to me. I really don't think he'll say anything, Keaton said out of breath. What are you guys talking about? asked Nicole curiously. A knock sounded at the door. Jasper and Keaton stared at each other until the door slowly opened. 
Jay stood in the doorway looking down at the three kids. He squeezed through the door and shut it behind him. Kneeling beside them, he quietly began to speak. Tonight, when the moon shines directly through your porthole, I want the three of you to quietly make your way up to the deck and wait for me by the rope ladder. The anger he had displayed moments earlier seemed to have faded completely away. Do you understand? The two boys nodded in unison. I'm going to get you off the ship before something bad happens to you all, Jay stated, then stood and walked out the door.